0: Hi friends, welcome to Mother and More, a podcast with me, Caitlin Soule. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife and a mom to three kiddos. I am passionate about helping people make the changes they want to or need to make so that they can live their best life. I'm on a mission to modernize therapy, talk about mental health, motherhood, and really just life in a way that's real and helpful. In my journey to doing so, I will share stories from my own experience and tools and skills that I teach my clients in my clinical practice in hopes that you feel a little bit more inspired to lean in, to deal with the tough stuff, and revel in this beautiful, messy thing called life. Hey guys, happy Monday morning. I am coming at you from my car this week. <laughs> um, I It's Sunday morning, actually, and I um, am sitting outside of what was supposed to be a spin class, but I got here late because the life of a wife of a firefighter, when they get off work, sometimes they... Get home in time and sometimes they don't. So instead of feeling super bummed, I am going to go for a little run instead because I need movement today and I'm trying to listen to my needs on a day to day basis versus like. I talked about last time, um, being stuck in this place of rigidity of like, I need to do this. I have to do this, or this is what's best instead of, you know, making these hard, fast rules. It's about listening to what it is I need today. And maybe some days I would just turn around and go home and that would be okay. And maybe some days like today, I'm like, nope, I need to move. I've been home with the kids all weekend. My body feels stiff. I'm tired. Um, and I need to move my body. So... I digress, but that's where I'm at today, and I figured before I do that, I would um you know use this time to record my podcast episode for the week because I'm not so sure I'll get any more time the rest of the day um and I have a really important kind of message or I guess I want to say a message that I think would be. Helpful for you to consider this week. It's something that I'm always considering both in my own personal life, and I'll talk about that in a minute, and also in my clinical work and the work I do with people. As you know, I specialize in treating anxiety disorders. Um, So, in that work, um, I see all kinds of people, right? But people who are really having a hard, hard time, um, a difficult time tolerating discomfort and uncertainty I talk about this a lot I know I've done other podcasts on it but for today I want to just focus on this one concept that I think you can bring into your um, your day and then your week and then more and more into your life throughout this journey so this concept of not just tolerating discomfort and uncertainty maybe you start there but actually welcoming it and using that as like you know coming up with these power statements or mantras about the importance of welcoming uncertainty and what it will mean and here's why because when we learn to welcome discomfort and when we learn to welcome uncertainty there's so much goodness on the other side why else would we do it right it's not just like um us therapists are out there saying like we want you to suffer and feel really bad and have high anxiety and you know just be tough it's like no we want you to learn and I want me and I want everyone I love to learn to be able to embrace the fact of life which is things are going to be uncomfortable things are in fact going to be painful and things are going to be uncertain and so instead of avoiding numbing turning away from running away from ignoring things that are hard, difficult, painful, or just a little bit uncomfortable, if we can get into the practice of leaning into them a little bit more, welcoming welcoming them a little bit more, we will actually learn to, um, or not learn to, we will actually get to experience life in a way that's so much richer and so much more full because we won't always be afraid, right? Um, we can't, the, the uncertainty can't torture us if we're not afraid of it anymore, you know? So, all that to say, even if you don't have an anxiety disorder, I mean, there's very few of us walking around on this earth right now, I think, who don't experience anxiety. In fact, I don't think you can be human and not experience anxiety. Um, And certainly in today's culture with, you know, uh, things like um instant access to information all the time, whether that's through cell phones or, um, just computers or TV or whatever app is out. Um, there's this like influx of information and, um, you know, our brains weren't really built to, first of all, take in all that information at once. And second of all, to be expected to respond to all that information. So as a society and as a culture, I think, um, we are all experiencing more anxiety. So, All that to say is it's so important that we start to um, consider practicing getting used to not knowing, getting used to discomfort. It doesn't mean you have to stay there in this place of pain or discomfort. It just means you have to open up your arms to it because you know what? It's going to be there anyway. So let me tell a little story about how this played out for me this week um and then I'll go into how it played out um for one of my clients this week that um has finally kind of turned that corner of learning what it's like to welcome discomfort and uncertainty and is also um now experiencing the other side the goodness of it so for me I have been feeling really off all week. I think since Monday, I've been feeling really just tired and just fatigued and achy and so strange. Like I, um, I'm a goer. I'm a doer, I'm a goer. I'm, is that a word? A goer? (laughs) I'm a doer. I'm a busy, you know, mom, like many of you, I work and I have three kids and I try and volunteer in the class and I do this podcast and I just try and... I don't know. I love life and I try and do as much as I can because it's fun. Um, And so earlier in the week, I just started feeling like, okay, what's happened? I have no energy for any of that. Like, in fact, I just want to lay down and close my eyes at all times. And actually like had me in a little bit of a place of panic, to be honest. Um, I was dealing with my, my own anxiety around that. Like first, first thing that popped up for me is okay, something's wrong. Like medically, something must be wrong. And I'll get to that in a minute. I was like, this, like, this is not like me. Oh my gosh. And of course, where does the brain go? I have cancer. I have this, I have that, or, um, I'm pregnant, right? Okay. I'm not pregnant, but, um, in fact, that was like best case scenario. Um I think we definitely like closed the page on that and ways that I won't go into details on, but I was like what if, you know? And I was like, oh, you know, what fourth child like that would be okay, I could handle that. And then I kind of started like um going through that whole going down the rabbit hole of that, going down the rabbit hole of all the what ifs, you know? And finally I and and one of the nights I just had this terrible headache and I was just laying in bed like oh I can't sleep what's wrong all that stuff and finally I remember I just said to myself like okay this is it this is your opportunity this is what you tell people to do all the time day in and day out is open up your arms to the unknown and the uncertainty and I noticed it was still really uncomfortable. I still had a headache. I was still really freaking tired. But I noticed that my attitude around the way in which I felt shifted. My mindset shifted. And when my mindset shifted and when I just let it be there instead of trying to get rid of it or talk my way out of it, I was much more tolerant of it. I was much more able to still do the things like still see the clients and still take care of the kids and still just... Uh, you know, make space for things that I needed to do, um, even though I was feeling really crappy. So I guess what I want to say is that was my own personal experience of practicing tolerating discomfort, uncomfortable feelings, uncertainty for sure. Um, So as it turns out, I ended up, and also it's taking care of yourself, right? So I ended up going to the doctor on Friday and found out that I, would of course, had a neglected ear infection and sinus infection that I just, you know, didn't pay attention to a few weeks because mom life um, and it got really bad and it was affecting my body. So two days on antibiotics, I'm feeling like a new person. I'm not pregnant, currently not, you know, sick with something else. So we can, I'm thankful for that. Um, But, you know, it really gave me that opportunity to put my money where my mouth is. And um, I think that's so important that we try and do that even when we're not experiencing like a sickness or physical discomfort, that maybe we try and do that in our daily life. And I know I need to more is to actually seek out uncertainty. And so I can seek out practicing, um, what it feels like to sit with uncertainty, um, you know, not solving all the problems, maybe being more present and in the moment. Um, so that I don't have to wait for those times, um, where my body is telling me like, you know, something's off. Um, And then shifting into, I always kind of notice this parallel, right, between what's going on in my own personal life and, you know, uh, what's going on in my professional clinical life. As a woman, I think there's just so many common themes that we all deal with. Um, And in this case, I'm working with somebody who is learning to let go of a very toxic relationship. Um, actually multiple toxic relationships, um, her family of, in her family of origin. And, um, it was something that she felt she had to do for many reasons. Um, and it took her a long time to get to that point to realize that this was actually the only choice for her to be happy and healthy. And in that, um, she is dealing with all kinds of, or has learned to deal with all kinds of uncertainty, uncomfortable feelings, painful feelings. And in the past where, you know, we all have our coping mechanisms, right? And some are healthy and some aren't. Well, some of her unhealthy coping mechanisms were, um, drinking, um, heavily drinking, avoiding, um, you know engaging in other types of sort of numbing behaviors um and most recently because she kind of finalized decision that this decision and said this is where I'm at like this is what I need to do she's practicing just being with the pain being with some of those um difficult realities that come up when you in in her case when you are no longer in relationship or you choose to no longer be in relationship with somebody like your own mother in this case and even sitting with the idea that her own mother who's made her own bad life choices might actually die and that she would have to be okay with not talking to her before that happens I mean can, I, that's hard to even say for me it's hard to even imagine that pain that that sort of biological connection that you have between a parent no matter what they've done to you I mean we know this through the statistics of children um, still coming back to and loving and trying to please their very abusive parents and in this case this this woman's family was very abusive and even though it is still this biological Biological, undeniable connection, and it's really hard to sit with some of these realities that come with letting go of those relationships. So, all that to say is, I am incredibly proud of this human being. I feel honored to get to um, watch her go through this journey and what a, what an amazing example of sitting with pain and suffering and letting it be there. And then also looking to the other side, to the goodness that's coming from it. I mean, this person is flourishing. Everything in her has changed. Everything about her life has changed. And she's made this decision to let go of the toxicity, And it wasn't an easy decision, of course not, right? But that's what I mean when I say there is goodness on the other side of sitting with pain, sitting with uncertainty. This can also be applied to so many of the clients I work with who have panic, who have phobias, who have just general worry who have OCD oh my goodness the OCD like the the idea of having to sit with the unknown of what would happen if they don't do that thing that they usually do that makes them feel better right you guys there's so much beauty in challenging ourselves to kind of go beyond just protection mode to kind of open our arms up. And I know I say that a lot, but I don't know how else to sort of describe it. Like I I literally imagine sitting kind of heart open, arms open and just saying like, okay, world, what do you have for me today? Right? Like bring it on. I'm here. In fact, there's a song by Pink. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know lately I've been really obsessed with Pink. It's a little bit embarrassing. I don't know why. Maybe I feel like I'm too old, but at the same time, she's freaking awesome. And I think she's like around my age. Um, and her messages are just so inspiring and real, but anyway, she has a song called I am here and it gives me chills head to toe. Um, it really, for me, like helps embody this idea of welcoming. If you get a chance, check it out maybe sit with it, you know, maybe put it on and close your eyes or open your eyes, whatever works for you. And just listen to the words and see how it makes you feel. And anytime you're wanting to, I'll leave you with these words. Anytime you're wanting to instinctively turn away from or move away from or run away from or numb the hell out of your pain or your discomfort or your uncertainty, maybe just try saying, I'm here. I am here. My arms are open. I am here. I've got this. We've got this. And there will be so much goodness on the other side. Okay, that's all I got for you this week. Um, As always, you guys, I love to hear from you. So feel free to email me with any thoughts um, about this podcast episode or ideas for future podcast episodes. I would also love it if if you enjoyed this episode, if you would screenshot it and tag me on Instagram at mother underscore more, share it with your friends, definitely subscribe on iTunes, leave a review. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Cheers. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed what you heard, head on over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes to subscribe so that way you can be notified as new podcast episodes become available. Also, I'd love it if you take the time to write me a review or leave me a rating. You can follow alongside my journey on Instagram at mother underscore more, where I talk about things like mental health, wellness, motherhood, modernizing therapy, and sort of all the things. And if you're interested in working one-on-one with me or finding out more about the kind of work I do, you can check out my website, which is therapywithkatelyn.com. Remember, you are so worth the work it takes to live your very best life.